Michael Vannon, and welcome to Second Breakfast, discussing Middle-earth. This is the very first episode of the podcast, so allow me to introduce myself. My name is Peter, and I decided to make this podcast because I've always loved researching and learning about Tolkien's Legendarium, and I thought, why not do something with it? Since this is launch week, I've decided to release three episodes to get the ball rolling right. And then starting next Monday, Second Breakfast will be a weekly podcast. My hope is that I can make your Mondays more adventurous or take you out of your work week for even a short while. There are other great Tolkien, Lord of the Rings podcasts or YouTube channels out there, but they didn't quite tickle my fancy, so I'm deciding to fill that void. I'm not going to take you on read-alongs of Tolkien's books or those kinds of commentaries, but instead I'm going to focus each of these episodes on an interesting, not often talked about or often mysterious topic from the world of Arda. On top of this, I would also like to make some debate-themed episodes where you as a community can participate in some debates such as who the most badass elf was in Middle-earth's history or who Tom Bombadil really is. And of course, any suggestions you have for topics are gladly welcomed and encouraged. I've started a Facebook page for this podcast named Second Breakfast Discussing Middle-earth as well as a group inside of it simply called Discussing Middle-earth. That's the place to go to talk anything token, discuss anything from the podcast, and give your opinion on the debates I'll be putting forward. So without further ado, let's dive into today's topic, the five wizards. One of my favorite childhood memories was going to see the Lord of the Rings in theaters on opening day when they first premiered. Even though I was pretty young at the time, I was amazed. Of the many things I loved about Lord of the Rings, Gandalf was probably one of the highest. Like come on, a sword fighting wizard? But unfortunately, the movies don't give too much information about Gandalf and what a wizard really is, nor do I think that they should. It's said in one of Tolkien's writings, published in the Book of Unfinished Tales, regarding the wizards, None, save maybe Elrond, Círdan, and Galadriel, discovered of what kind they were or whence they came. It's that mystery that makes the wizards such memorable characters. But... Tolkien was generous enough to tell us the story behind who they are and their origins. The word wizard is a translation from the elvish word istar, or istari, plural. The istari look to be old, bearded men, dressed in colored cloaks carrying staffs. Some believe them to be mere mortal men, but as their deeds became more and more known throughout the years and generations, they were thought to be elves since they lived on while men died but we found out that they are neither elf nor man, but actually of the Maiar. If you have never heard of the Maiar before, let me catch you up. The god of Tolkien's universe is named Eru Iluvatar. Eru created beings called the Einar, his angels, who aided in the creation of the world. Some of those angels then went down to the world to inhabit it. The greater order of these angels became known as the Valar, and the lesser angels became known as the Maiar who each associated themselves with one of, the, one of the Valar. So the wizards were once angels with Eru before coming to the world as a Maya spirit. Now why did these Maya spirits become wizards? Well, in Middle-earth, Sauron, who also originated as a Maya spirit, was growing to power again many years after his defeat by Isildur. Manwe, the king of those greater divine beings called the Valar, noticed this and convened a meeting to decide what to do about Sauron. A note by Tolkien questions that he might have actually called upon Eru himself for counsel. 
Originally, they decided that three messengers, as they called them, would be sent to Middle-earth to aid elves and men against Sauron. The Vala Aule, known for her skill, craftsmanship, the earth, and the creation of the dwarves, chose his Maya Kurumo, who was also known as Kurunir to the elves and Saruman to men. The Vala Orome chose his Maya named Alatar. Now, Manwe asks, where is Oloran? And wants to send him as the third messenger. Oloran, who became known as Mithrandir to the elves and Gandalf to men, spoke up saying he was too weak to go to Middle-earth and that he was scared of Sauron. Manwe used these very arguments as the reason why Gandalf should be the third messenger, for if Gandalf feared Sauron, imagine the fear in the people inhabiting Middle-earth. Yet Varda, who is Manwe's wife, said to her husband not to send Gandalf as the third. Another Vala, Yavanna, begged Saruman to take Iwendil, who became known as Radagast, with him. And Alatar took with him his friend Palando. Thus we have the five wizards, Saruman the white, Radagast the brown, Alatar and Palando the blue wizards, and Gandalf the grey. I should also note that Tolkien states in his essay of the Astari that the number of Maiar that became wizards is unknown, so there could in fact have been more than these five. But in the affairs of Middle-earth and of Sauron, we know that this order consisted of five, and that three only really take part. Existing until now as spirits, or powers as they are referred to, the wizards were sent to Middle-earth now as embodied beings. This was decided by Manwe, or possibly Eru, to limit their power in Middle-earth so that it would be the people of Middle-earth who would defeat Sauron, and not them. They also saw what Sauron, a Maya, was capable of. Thus, the Astari were given the same limitations as any embodied being, such as fatigue, weariness, emotion, and the ability to be killed. Their purpose was to guide the people of Middle-earth and aid them against Sauron. And as it turns out, only one of these wizards stays on task, and he completes it. Well, that was a lot of names and a lot of backstory. It's really hard to speak on anything Tolkien without many rabbit holes that need explaining, like, characters and terms. So let's make this whole topic simpler by going through each of the five wizards, starting with the first to arrive in Middle-earth, Saruman the White. Saruman, whose Maya name again was Kurumo, and elvish name Kurunir, was attached to the Vala Aule, and thus inherited his craftsmanship, skill, and knowledge. It's also very interesting to note here that Sauron was also one of Aule's Maiar. Man, imagine being the Vala who mentored both Sauron and Saruman before they actually turned evil. Saruman was the head of the order, and thus was chosen first as a wizard. They all set sail from Valinor, where the Valar and Maiar live across the ocean west of Middle-earth, and they landed in the Grey Havens, where the elf named Círdan the Shipwright received them around the year 1000 in the Third Age. For reference, the events of Lord of the Rings take place mostly in the year 3019. When Saruman first arrives in Middle-earth, he heads to the east, but not much is really said about his deeds there. When he returns to the west, he aids Gondor and Rohan against their enemies, becoming highly respected as their ally. The White Council, a group of elves and wizards whose purpose was to counter Sauron, was formed in the year 2463, with Saruman appointed as their leader. 
The other prominent members included Gandalf and Radagast, Galadriel, Elrond, Círdan the Shipwright, and Glorfindel. This is when his pride and desire for power began to take root in his mind, as well as his animosity towards Gandalf grew. Furthermore, when Saruman learned that Gandalf was given Narya, one of the elvish rings of power, but more on that later. In the year 2759, Saruman was given the key to Orthanc, the tower in Isengard, by permission of the steward of Gondor at the time. And then during the next hundred years, Saruman delved deep into the lore and history of the Rings of Power, specifically the One Ring. And it was through his research here that his desire for power overtook him, and his original task as a wizard was lost. Kinda. He did wish to destroy Sauron, but only to supplant his throne as the ruler of Middle-earth. After that hundred-ish years, the White Council, thanks to Gandalf's investigating, discovered Sauron has taken up residence in Dol Guldur, in the south of Mirkwood. But Saruman persuades them not to attack, the theory here being that if Sauron was allowed to remain alive, the One Ring would soon be found, and then Saruman could then take it. This is when Gandalf first suspected Saruman's desire for power. Yet when Saruman learned that Sauron's forces were indeed searching the area where Isildur lost the ring and where Smeagol took it, he feared Sauron would find the ring and he advised the White Council to attack Sauron. And then Sauron did flee to Mordor after that attack and declared himself openly. Sauron then made contact with Saruman using the Palantiri, the Seeing Stones. Thus, Saruman decided to partner with Sauron as a means to gain more power with the help of his enemy, and then to one day overthrow him. Yet, Sauron knew of the secret desire all along, and knew that Saruman's power could never undo his own. This then takes us to the events of Lord of the Rings. Before we move on to that, let's catch you up on the other wizards. Saruman had a lot of backstory to him, but for the two blue wizards, it's quite the opposite. Alatar and Palando were the Maiar of the Vala Orome the Huntsman. When the two blue wizards arrive in Middle-earth, they travel to the east and south and are never seen again. Nothing is said in complete certainty what happens to them in the east and south. Tolkien says he doesn't even know. He is great about this. Middle-earth was just so real to him that he didn't even have all the answers. In one of his letters, though, he does write... I think that they went as emissaries, east and south, missionaries to any enemy-occupied lands, as it were. What success they had, I do not know, but I fear that they failed, as Saruman did, though doubtless in different ways, and I suspect that they were founders or beginners of secret cults and magic traditions that outlasted the fall of Sauron. One theory about the Blue Wizards is that since they were Maiar of Orome the Huntsman, who is well-traveled in Middle-earth, including the Far East, where he actually found the elves before they first awoke, the Blue Wizards were destined to journey to those remote locations too, presumably to help those people, like the Haradrim, to counter Sauron. Maybe they did this so Sauron had to keep his focus split and could not send his full might against the West. One way or another, they ultimately failed in their task to aid in the destruction of Sauron. Now we come to another mysterious yet thankfully more spoken of wizard, Radagast the Brown. I mentioned earlier when the Valar chose the Meyer, who would become uh, messengers to Middle-earth, that a Vala named Yavanna begged Saruman to take her Maya Radagast with him. Yavanna is a Vala, 
who was responsible for all growing things in Arda, such as the trees, grass, plants, as well as fruit. Thus, Hermia shared the same love for all things natural. Radagast's Maya name is Iwendil, meaning bird friend, and the name Radagast given to him by the elves means tender of beasts. The theory here is that Yavanna wanted one of her Maya to travel to Middle-earth to protect the forest and growing things from Sauron. From his landing in Middle-earth, Radagast seems to almost immediately forsake elves and men and focus solely on the Kelvar and Olvar of Middle-earth, meaning the animals and plant life respectively. He made his home at least for a time in Roscabel, which was located in Mirkwood. Radagast was able to make friends with the Great Eagles and even Bayorn during his time on Middle-earth, which would greatly benefit Gandalf on more than one occasion. Even though he strayed from helping elves or men, Radagast did do some work against Sauron in his own ways. He was one of the members of the White Council, along with Gandalf and Saruman, who seemed to have hated him ever since their time before even coming to Middle-earth. Saruman believed Radagast to be a fool and simple-minded, and used him on more than one occasion, including to search for the One Ring. Radagast appears during the events of The Hobbit, and even makes an appearance in the beginning days of the events of Lord of the Rings, when he informed Gandalf of the return of the Nazgul. Saruman also used Radagast here as a messenger to Gandalf, saying he wished to meet with him when he actually wanted to convert Gandalf to his side, or else ensnare and trap him. And of course, when Gandalf said no, that's when he ultimately betrayed Gandalf and him imprisoned him atop Orthanc. After delivering the message to Gandalf, Radagast went back eastward to enlist the help of his animal friends, namely the eagles. But after this, he was never found or heard from again. And this leads us to our last and final wizard, Gandalf the Grey. Oloran the Maya, also known as Mithrandir to the elves and Gandalf to men, was the only wizard to complete the task for which he was sent to Middle-earth. He had his work cut out for him, and he never strayed in his task. Manwe hand-picked Oloran himself for the task, and that could be one great factor why he was the only one to complete it. Upon first landing in Middle-earth, he met with Círdan the Shipwright, who at the time was one of the three elvish ring-bearers. Círdan, who was said to have seen further and deeper than any other in Middle-earth, saw Gandalf, who looked weaker, less tall, and least among all the wizards, but immediately perceived him as the greatest and wisest of his order, despite Saruman being named the head. Thus, upon Gandalf's landing, Círdan gave to him his ring of power, Narya the Red. Círdan was charged with keeping Narya secret, but he foresaw the trials before Gandalf and the perils he would face. He gave it to Gandalf, telling him, It should be in nobler hands than mine, that may wield it for the kindling of all hearts to courage. Gandalf took it and kept it secret, never revealing it until after his task on Middle-earth was complete. Saruman, however, learned of this gift sometime later. That sparked Saruman's ill will of Gandalf, which over time manifested into hatred and wrathfulness. I want to read from Tolkien's Essay of the Astari, found in Unfinished Tales. But the last comer was named among the elves Mithrandir, the Grey Pilgrim, for he dwelt in no place, and gathered to himself neither wealth nor followers, but ever went to and fro in the Westlands, from Gondor to Angmar, and from Linden to Lorien, befriending all folk in times of need. Warm and eager was his spirit, 
and it was enhanced by the ring Narya, for he was the enemy of Sauron, opposing the fire that devours and wastes with the fire that kindles, and succors in wan hope and distress. But his joy and his swift wrath were veiled in garments gray as ash, so that only those who knew him well glimpsed the flame that was within. Merry he could be, and kindly to the young and simple, and yet quick at times to sharp speech and the rebuking of folly. But he was not proud, and sought neither power nor praise, and thus far and wide he was beloved among all those that were not themselves proud. Gandalf opposed the forces of evil wherever he went. He was the first to suspect the necromancer of Dol Guldur was Sauron, and he went there on his own to investigate. He was later part of the White Council. Galadriel actually wished for Gandalf to be the head of the council, but Gandalf declined, wishing to only be bound to the Valar who sent him. Gandalf many years later went to Dol Guldur again, and confirmed the necromancer was indeed Sauron. There he learned that Sauron was gathering the rings of power, he learned of Isildur's heir, and he also found Thrain in prison there, and Thror's key and map of Erebor. Gandalf, with Thorin, instigated the quest for Erebor in The Hobbit. Gandalf saw that the north was vulnerable, and that, should Sauron and Smog ally themselves, Smog could wreak untold havoc upon the north. He traveled with the band of dwarves and Bilbo up until they entered Mirkwood. At that time, the White Council decided to attack Sauron and drive him out of Dol Guldur, who fled to Mordor. After the events of The Hobbit, Gandalf spent his time searching for information on Sauron and on Bilbo's ring he found in Gollum's cave. He aided in persuading Bilbo to give up the ring and leave it to Frodo, the first ring bearer to ever willingly leave it behind. Then he left once more in search of answers, particularly from Gollum. This is when he met Aragorn, who himself succeeded in capturing Gollum. But they were too late. Sauron's forces had already captured and tortured Gollum for his knowledge of the ring. As Gandalf returned to the Shire, Radagast met him, sent as a messenger from Sauron to inform him that the Nazgul have returned and that Saruman wanted to meet him. Gandalf fell into Saruman's trap and was then imprisoned on top of Orthanc, until Gwaihir, the eagle, rescued him and set him down in Rohan, where Gandalf was permitted and tamed the Meras horse Shadowfax as his steed. He sped off to the Shire where he found Frodo had already left. He pursued the Nazgul following Frodo all the way to Weathertop where he battled with him himself. He then attempted to lead at least some of them away as a diversion from Frodo, but when that didn't work, he had to trust in Aragorn and rode straight for Imladris, whose other name is Rivendell. We get a big clue from Elrond after the Council of Elrond regarding Gandalf's true character and purpose. When choosing the members of the Fellowship, First he chooses Gandalf, saying this, Gandalf will go, for this shall be his great task and maybe the end of his labors. Meaning, of course, that once Sauron is defeated, his task on Middle-earth, given to him by the Valar, would be complete. The rest of his journey after leaving Rivendell is fairly well known. As the Fellowship passed through Moria, their presence became known to the orcs and goblins of the mountains, as well as the Balrog, known as Durin's Bane. The Balrogs were also Maiar spirits who were corrupted by Morgoth, much like Sauron was. After breaking the bridge of Khazad-dûm and landing in the lake far below the mountain, Gandalf fought and chased the Balrog up the hidden stair to the peak of the mountain for a total of ten days before slaying the Balrog. Gandalf then died there on the mountain's peak. 
Eru himself restored Gandalf to life for being the only wizard to keep his charge. Gwaihir, by the bidding of Galadriel, found Gandalf and brought him to Lothlorien, where he healed and became Gandalf the White. He aided Aragorn and Theoden with the defense of Rohan and the fall of Isengard, where he broke Saruman's staff. He then aided Gondor against Sauron and helped lead the final assault against the Black Gate, when the ring was destroyed and with it the greater part of Sauron's strength. Gandalf said that, If it is destroyed, then he will fall, and his fall will be so low that none can foresee his arising ever again. For he will lose the best part of the strength that was native to him in his beginning, and all that was made or begun with that power will crumble, and he will be maimed forever, becoming a mere spirit of malice that gnaws itself in the shadows, but cannot again grow or take shape. And so, a great evil of this world will be removed. After the conclusion of the War of the Ring, Saruman, in wrathfulness, goes to the Shire and takes it over. Yet, even then he was overthrown, when Frodo, Sam, Merry, and Pippin returned from the war. Frodo decided to spare Saruman's life, but Grima Wormtongue slit Saruman's throat before he could leave. Thus, Saruman's body died, but his Maya spirit lived on. He even tried venturing west to Valinor again, but a wind from the west blew his spirit back east where it was left to roam aimlessly evermore, much like Sauron's. Gandalf then crowned Aragorn, now King Elisar. He brought the hobbits back to the Shire, but visited Tom Bombadil while the hobbits fought against Saruman. It is interesting to note here that when Gandalf tells the hobbits about the scouring of the Shire, and Merry assumes that Gandalf will go with them, he declines, saying this, You must settle its affairs yourselves. That is what you have been trained for. Do you not understand? My time is over. It is no longer my task to set things to rights, nor to help folk to do so. Shortly thereafter, Gandalf made for the Grey Havens, where he joined with Frodo, Bilbo, Galadriel and Elrond, Círdan, and the last of the elves. Here he openly wore Narya the Red, and it was known that he was its bearer. And now, with his task complete, Oloran set sail for Valinor once again. There is much more to the wizards than first meets the eye, much like Gandalf spoke of regarding the hobbits. The narrative of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings only barely touch on the mystery that is the Astari, and perhaps rightfully so. After learning everything I have regarding Gandalf, he holds a new place in my mind as the hero behind The War of the Ring, even above Aragorn and Frodo. That may not have been Tolkien's intent, or else more would have been revealed about the Astari in the narrative. In any regard, we have covered in depth the origins of the Astari, their purpose in Middle-earth, and the stories and fates of each of the five. I'd love to hear your comments on this episode and anything I discussed on the first debut episode of Second Breakfast Discussing Middle-earth. Um, you can let me know on our Facebook page by the same name or the Discussing Middle-earth Facebook group. I'd love to hear your thoughts on whether you think Gandalf can be claimed to be the true hero of the War of the Ring. Or maybe what your theories are about the Blue Wizards. Do you think they stayed true to their task for a time? Or were they lost to their own pursuits just like Radagast and Saruman were? For the next episode, we will discuss a huge topic. Melkor, also known as Morgoth, the first Dark Lord over Middle-earth, to which even Sauron swore allegiance. Farewell.